Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, it is 1.20 in the morning, uh, Saturday, March the 19th, and uh, we're starting to record tonight's reaction podcast from the road. We are at the Double Tree in downtown Milwaukee. Iowa State just defeated LSU 59-54, and the Iowa State women get a comeback win against UT Arlington at home in a game that was much closer than most people anticipated. But you know what they say, survive in advance. And that's what the ladies were able to do tonight. Probably not as much talk about that here as I was only able to watch really the last 10 minutes or so of that game. We'll catch up on that tomorrow. Connor Ferguson has complete coverage on Cyclone Fanatic from that game. Jared Stansbury and I in Milwaukee as the Cyclones uh, in a gritty, um, very uh, honestly, Jared, almost predictable. You knew if Iowa State would win that game, right? That it, You knew that that game was going to be ugly, and that game was incredibly ugly, except the final score and everything that Tyrese Hunter did along the way. That was beautiful. Man, it went about exactly how I told you it would. Pre-game, you didn't believe me. You didn't trust me. Well, I'm sorry for not having a ton of faith in Iowa State basketball's offense. It wasn't about the offense, man. I mean, it. I just had a feeling that with the way that LSU, from when I had been able to see the way that they played offense, they just were incredibly sloppy, even against teams that were not very good defensively. I figured that Iowa State would be able to come out and give them some trouble. Uh, but man, to think that we're in this position after what we went through 12 months ago, whatever, well, you know, what the entire fan base and everybody went through 12 months ago, you know, is unbelievable. That was my first NCAA tournament win I've ever covered. Good for you. Yeah, felt good. Felt good. It was a historic night, but, uh, dude, I just – what Tyrese Hunter did – I mean, I've covered hundreds of Iowa State basketball games at this point. That's got to be one of the two or three greatest single-game performances I've seen from a guy when you consider the stakes. Yeah, it's up there. I mean, it – the one thing I kind of my theme from this whole experience is that these NCAA tournaments are they're difficult to get to and they're <clears throat> you don't take wins in the NCAA tournament for granted and if you're a Cyclone basketball fan and you go back and you you know identify different shots from you know, your fandom that you remember the most, a lot of them come from NCAA tournament games because there's the most on the line. And he hit two of them 
in this one that will be right like the the one, one like the Monte Morris jump shot against Texas in the Big Twelve tournament. Like those shots tonight that he hit, even if Iowa State loses on Sunday, um, those will be ones that people talk about over beers and with your family mm-hmm. for for decades. Big time, big time plays by the freshman. Yeah, and it just is. He bailed out his team too. He he bailed out his team. I mean, I, I think that's one way to put it. But I think too, it just goes to show how good that kid is, how good he's gotten throughout this year. You know, it's not that he wasn't good to start with, but he has just grown so much and just continues to get so much better. And he shot with so much confidence. That's what I think was the biggest difference for me is that there's been times where you've seen him catch the ball and he's been open and you look, he looks a little bit nervous. I thought Iowa State, just in general, those guys shot the ball confidently tonight. And even though they didn't shoot a very good percentage as a team, Caleb Grill wasn't second-guessing whether or not he should shoot the ball. You know, he didn't no. shoot very well. But still, like, that one three he makes in the corner, he doesn't make that three unless he's still confident that it's going to go in. You know, Gabe Kalsher did not shoot well, but he, he still made – one or two, I can't even remember. He was one of seven from the yeah, field. Yeah, he made the one. Yeah. And, like, in a game like this, you'll take anything that you can get. Jazz Koontz, you know, came yeah. up, made one at a, at a point that was really crucial in the game. Uh, Isaiah Brackington, I mean, what more can you say about him? The tough shots that he, – he does not take or make a shot that is not just ridiculously tough. I've never seen someone who shoots the ball better when the degree of difficulty increases. Besides Isaiah Brockington. Uh, but just a onions type of performance, you know. Brockington, I, I wrote this in my column. It's the nicest thing you can say about the guy, like, that he had a quiet 19. Because you just expect that level of performance from mm-hmm. him now. And, yeah, he was 6 of 16. You're right. They were they were super contested. And, um, like, it seemed like every miss that he that he had was because it just rolled off the rim. It never seemed like he was missing wildly. Like, Isaiah Brockington could have scored 35 points in this game tonight, and I don't know that it would have been that shocking based on what the shot quality that he got was, you know. I'm glad you mentioned Koontz. I thought that he was critical coming off the bench early. TJ talked about that in post game. He was so, um, what do you play, 26 minutes tonight. Man, he he impacted so many passes and shots and just those those long arms. Active. Yeah, I think was, that was that's the best word for it. He was active. <clears throat> he was just all over the court and being able to couple blocks. Had a couple blocks. Uh, did a nice job of rebounding. He's not a guy who's going to come up with rebounds, but he's going to keep rebounds alive. Which is a, I mean, I, I know how much you, your appreciation for Dennis Rodman. I'm not saying that Jazz is a Dennis Rodman guy, but like, yeah, I mean, but when Dennis Rodman, what made him so great was his ability to keep rebounds alive and then additionally grab them. You know. Jazz is able to keep them alive well enough so someone else can grab them, which is also still a really important skill. Uh, and it just is, he's an intangibles guy, you know, and that's what makes this team so interesting, like so fun, I think, at the end of the day, is that outside of Tyrese and Isaiah, everyone is intangibles guys. There are no superstars. There's nobody here that's got elite talent. None of your role players are Matt Thomas, who's an elite shooter that's going to go to the go play in the NBA. None of your role players are Naz Long, who's going to go play in the NBA. Like none of these, there are guys on Iowa State's team right now who could probably finish their career at Iowa State and never play basketball again. And yet they're going to play in the round of 32. That's pretty badass, dude. Like yeah. that Iowa State's roster. <clears throat> 
feels a lot like a mid-major type of roster, you know? And you look at what they were like compared to LSU just from a pure athleticism standpoint. I, I will flat tell you, I did not think LSU was a very good basketball team. But, man, yeah, that's a they, bunch of really good athletes. TJ compared them to Memphis earlier in the week, and I, I thought I could really see that when you when you watch them. Now, Memphis is playing at a different level right now, but yeah. I called that game at the Barclays Center. And yeah, this team, and, and really the, there are a couple keys in this one where Iowa State needed to avoid turnovers, and they – they forced 19, 22 points off of turnovers, only turned it over 10 times, and then really limit second-chance points because once LSU got in the half court, it was over. Yeah. And Iowa State did a great job, only uh, eight second-chance points. I think Iowa State did a great job, too, of even when you know the offense was not good, they weren't scoring, but they weren't erratic most of the time. They had that one situation where they got a three-on-one that would have put them up seven with like four minutes left in the game or whatever it was. That was a little bit erratic. But it seemed like they did a really good job of just staying in control of what they were trying to do, you know, and not allowing LSU to make them do things that they didn't want to do. They weren't making Iowa State play faster than what they wanted to play. It was just when they didn't get shots, it's because Iowa State just wasn't attacking the rim. You know, it's things like that. And it came down to what Iowa State was doing more than what LSU was making them do. And I just – I think this was just such a – this was a really impressive performance to me. And it was exactly what I kind of thought we were going to get with this team with the the sense of urgency. Yeah. They didn't shoot the ball well, and yet they led for like 98% of the game. They played – I mean, I I think Iowa State played what – Outside of Tyrese, a C game. We've seen them play better. Yeah, I mean, I mean offensively for sure. Yeah, I mean, they were really good defensively. Yeah, I'd give them a, I'd give them an A on offense or on defense. But I mean, they get what a D on defense or on offense. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, really, the only difference in, you know, offensively, what happened tonight. Well, I mean, they shot thirty-seven threes. That's a sickening number. For this team, but they they had guys who made the shots, and but think that was like Tyrese. What, what happens if that they start driving wildly into the lane? Well, that's my seven footer Efton Reed, and that's my whole point. Like when fans are like, make adjustments. There's really not a lot of right. There's not a lot of bullets in the chamber here. Well, it ain't like they've got someone who all of a sudden is going to turn into this prolific finisher at the rim. No, it, Hunter can get to the rim, but he's not good at he's not very good at finishing. And right. Brockington, it's been pretty easy to take away that left hand and he and he struggles to get in so I mean it, unfortunately that's just kind of where you are but they had again they made some shots down the stretch one they, guy did they Tyrese won, Hunter they won the game and made two two pointers in the second half well, that's incredible and Grill and Kalsher combined to go four of 21 which is Generally this year, if those two guys are both bad on the same night, Iowa State can't win. Yeah, if if they're that bad. But Grill, I mean, yeah, like he made a he made a couple. He made the one. He made the three big one that, that they was needed. Crucial at that time, which I they kind of, I think, pissed that away anyway because I think LSU got right back within one like right after that. But he made the big three, got the steal and the dunk. Like that felt like a really crucial point because, and this is what I want. I was gonna say. 
the thing that was so impressive to me, and it talk, it speaks to the poise, and I think especially the veteranness of this team, the age, the, these guys who have played so much college basketball. Even when it felt like they went six minutes without scoring, and LSU didn't get within five in the first half. I was. They I went was, stretches of the game <clears throat> in the second half and went didn't where they didn't score. I think LSU tied it one time, and then Iowa State took the lead right back. I would. Um, I was so confused at halftime about how I should feel because it was like, oh my god, should be up by fifteen mm-hmm. right now. But it was also like, oh, they just didn't score for seven minutes and are leading by five, right? Right. <laughs> it was a very perplexing feeling that I had at halftime. And well, and I tried to tell you, I was like, man, it ain't like LSU played horrible. You know, I was like, I just think that they're not very good. And it's like, my, my, the thing at halftime is I, I thought that, you know, if Iowa State, like maybe Brockington gets that dunk down or whatever, I think LSU may have quit. Yeah. Because the one with the, which was a hell of a block. That was an unbelievable block. Yeah. Yeah. Credit, I, I did not see that coming. Credit where it's due. I, I thought that Iowa State had a chance to bury him. Yeah. Uh, and didn't. And that, that was what worried me. I think going into halftime, but nonetheless, it was a, an incredible win. Uh, and again, kind of my theme right now is that just you, you can't take these wins in the tournament for granted. They're they're really hard. This this team really doesn't have any business being here. And like I, they have they bought into TJ in that staff's message from day one about how individually none of you are that great, but if you come together and play like you, we were asking you to as a whole, you can do something special. And and here they are going to the round of 32, which will be a monster of a challenge coming up on Sunday. We do have a tip time of 5.10, I believe is what it was, 5.10 yeah. on TNT. And it will be against Wisconsin, um, I did see DraftKings already has the line at three. Ken Palm has this number at one. Um, so DraftKings is clearly taking into account the Wisconsin the fans yeah, the court. that will be in attendance. And I will say we, we got to sit in for, I don't know, probably the last 10 minutes of that Wisconsin Colgate game. These Wisconsin fans are nuts. Like that was, um, that was a crazy atmosphere. For the, Colgate was playing a true road game tonight. Yeah, that was something else. I mean, that if you don't, if you're trying to get in the building, you better get a ticket soon. I would know? guess that it's going to be pretty tough for Iowa State fans. I, I, to, I looked it up; it's two hundred dollars to get in the building. Yeah, already. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But it's also one thirty in the morning. So yeah, it probably has not been adjusted. Well, and you're going to have some so Purdue fans, right? They're going to want that ticket. Texas fans. I mean, there are a few of them. Yeah. Uh, Okay, I wanted to make one point about four this. four great like fan bases though that'll be oh. there on Sunday. That's a that's a good that's a good night. Oh, no doubt. All right, I wanted to make a, a point about this team that I and I want to know what you think about it. They remind me so much of the twenty seventeen Iowa State football team. The one with um Kempt. You have you got yeah. a couple stars. Yeah. Your guys who you know are as good as anybody. Alan Lazar, Joel Lanning. Tyrus Hunter, Isaiah Brockington, everybody else is just like either they're guys who are kind of just like coming into their own or 
just role players that are really good at being their role players and they really like buy into that, you know. But in, back in 2017, we all knew like, man, this team is not near as talented as some of the teams that they're playing. But they're good enough to... And they're good enough and they are bought into what they're trying to do enough that they can beat really good teams mm-hmm. because no, they're just all they're. really good at playing their role. I think that there's a lot of similarities between it. It's a, and it like, it's like that lunch pail mentality. It's the whole like trust in the process thing that Campbell. Bob Jones is basically JD Wagner. <laughs> Bob Jones. Like if we can, Bob Jones got an egregiously bad, flagrant one tonight. I just want to say that that was a horrendous call. I mean, I don't know. I I, I never saw a replay because I I I couldn't even see it. I was so far away from it. It happened right in front of me. And I'll tell you right now, Efton Reed is the one who created that. Whatever it was that came out of that, I saw on Twitter that maybe somebody, maybe Bob had hit him in the face, hit Efton in the face, and that's why he got the flagrant one. But I'm telling you right now. Bob Jones did not felt that guy. You're not impressed. No, that was just with bad. The call. It was a bad call. But then an all-time makeup call right after that to hit him with the technical for the six men on the court. Like what the hell? I I don't know that I've ever seen that. And I think it was because an official's the one who messed it up. That's the best part. I don't know. Whatever. It's my little rant. Uh, Bob Jones got an egregiously bad flagrant one in my opinion. I was just going to say that Bob Jones has really had a nice like last like 3 weeks. He has. He is. You know? He has. And that, you know, as you look forward to next year, and I'm not, we don't. About a month do that, and a half ago, I was cringing when he was on the court. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, Bob's back. It like had become a joke. Oh, my God. They just threw the ball to Bob Jones on the block yeah. and let him try to get a post ISO. I mean, really, he just needs to bring a ton of energy, rebound, and don't screw up on offense. I would be interested to look back at what his, what are, what's his numbers from the field in the last month and a half? Because I bet they've gotten way better. It yeah. seems like that last stretch of Big Twelve play, it was he was good to go three for four, you know, six for eight on a on a night where he has to play a little bit more in nearly every game, and that was a massive improvement from early in the season because he would basically block himself when he was trying to shoot the ball at the rim early in the year. I want to thank our sponsors, uh, who are postseason basketball sponsors here. Uh, for Cyclone Fanatic, of course, Fairway. Uh, they've been with us for a really long time. Shout out to our friends at Ames and Des Moines Eye Care. Awesome people. Our friends at the Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson and the DraftKings Sportsbook. That would be a good place to go and watch the game. I, I would think that they would be open. Yeah, the DraftKings Sportsbook would be open coming up on, on Sunday for sure. Uh, shout out to our friends at Country Landscapes. They are looking for help, folks. They are looking for landscapers. They've got great benefits. Uh, you guys should check them out at countrylandscapes.com. If you are in the mood for a new gig, um, yeah. So thank you to our thank you to our great sponsors. We would not be here without all of them. Uh, this is how we do it here at Cyclone Fanatic, and uh, we appreciate you guys listening. And um, oh, also, I'm sorry, couldn't forget the Iowa Event Center. Shout out to them as well, new sponsor for us, the Iowa Event Center. Uh, all of our friends down at Wells Fargo Arena. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening and reading and all that stuff because that's how we sell sponsorships, and that's how this whole boat kind of keeps afloat for us at Cyclone Fanatic. 
All right, I had 10 thoughts. Uh, I had a column, Jared, 10 thoughts on tonight's game. Mm-hmm. Let's run the, through these real fast to wrap this up, and then we'll get a quick thought from you on Wisconsin. Uh, never take NCAA tournament for granted. Again, and, and this my whole deal was, I, I mean, I, it, it was clear Iowa State was the better team in that game. We all have been really sick. You know, if if Hunter hits seven threes and you don't win, if right. the turnover margin, right, like all those things, like if we would have looked at all those box scores at the end of the night and be like, oh, and you lost, we would have been grossed out. Like it would have been a horrible loss. Yeah, I'm interested to know what the shot quality grade will be for that game uh, whenever it comes out on Twitter. I mean, I just I, – I think that Iowa State needed some things to – go their way and it seems like just about everything did outside of the shooting so yeah i'm right there with you all-time performance by tyrese hunter yep. we've, we've already covered that yep. uh iowa state shot how many threes 37 <laughs> um the uh grill Kalsher four of 21 already hit on that uh jazz coons i feel like we could hit on again though because he man i don't he was just a tone setter defensively for them. And he needs to be the guy to hit that open three, right? Like that, that's kind of his role on offense. If you get that open look every once in a while, be able to knock it down. And that was a clutch one down the stretch for the Cyclones. Yeah. It seems like they need to almost throw him the ball at the perimeter more. Uh, There's a lot of times where he'll kind of be standing by himself and they won't hit him. Uh, I think that that will probably be a conversation that's had in the next couple of days because I thought they missed him a bunch of times. Inaruna and Jackson back into the rotation was interesting. Got good minutes from both of them, too. Yeah, they were. And I, I I did ask around a little bit as to what happened there, and I, I think it was a pretty smart move. I didn't see it coming. It's, but they, I, they I, thought that they could get energy from these guys. Yeah. You know, out of the break and whatever. It was fine. What do you, what do you got there? No, I was just going to say, I mean – yeah, in hindsight, like it looks really smart. You know, well, I don't know. I, I they think did. it's I, I, yeah. Neither player made a big impact on the game, but yeah, no, and I, I think it's, it's just, definitely notable because no, neither no. one of them have played much lately. Right, that's that's what I was gonna say. Like I, I don't know. Like I think there's an element of like there, or there could be someone who is like, oh, well, maybe they were saving them for the tournament. Like, no, no, I, I don't think that's what it was. It's just I think that you see the it, matchups come a, out and you go, well, what's our best chance? And we think that this is a good game plan. Correct, and I, I think that's a credit to those guys too for. Staying locked in, staying engaged enough to work your way into the into the game. Because I think, too, I mean, Jaden Walker had given this team really great minutes down the stretch of the regular season. He didn't play a minute tonight. No, and I and and Walker too. I mean, what what does he really bring tonight? Right against a poor offensive team and like nothing. You know, I don't think that's what he's he a did. he's a zero on offense essentially. Right. Um. I, I would say 90% of that arena tonight was Wisconsin fans. I mean, by the time we left, it was 99. Probably. Holy mackerel. And that crowd was loud. Dude, that they guy. They were drunk. The guy, they were, they the were the drunkest crowd I've ever seen. Okay, well, let's take that. Let's, right, let's, the only let's, thing I compare it to is Kansas City and Iowa State. I was going to say, I've been to too many Iowa State, Kansas. That was a drunk crowd 8 p.m tips in kansas city to sit here and say that that was the drunkest crowd i've been to too many iowa state iowa games that t- that kicked off at a l- at nine o'clock at night or these whatever people the hell were it was. hammered yeah they were absolutely ha- dude the guy 
wearing the Wisconsin baseball jersey that throws the uh, the beer out onto yeah. the floor. He got ejected. Got kicked out. I don't know how you don't get a technical for that. Like, I kind of, I mean, I get it, but man, one of your fans, who I'm pretty sure was sitting in the family section. He was. He absolutely was in the family section. Chucked a beer out on the floor. Like, come on, man. And it was after they were winning. That's what I don't understand either. He was absolutely in the family section. Did you see the guy who went out there to clean it? Because Chucky Hepburn picks up the can, dumps it on the ground accidentally. They send a guy out there to wipe it up. The guy's out there wiping it up. Whoever is wearing the Bucky the Badger costume oh, can't that, that's see a weird the floor. mascot, by the way. Can't see I had an down. odd confrontation with it in the halls today. Uh, obviously, it doesn't have like a movable neck. Yeah. It's not like Cy. Cy's dynamic. You yeah. know, he can move his head around. Bucky doesn't have those luxuries. It's your shoulders and then the head. Uh, he is trying to move around the court and trips on the guy who was trying to clean up the beer and fell right on top of him. <laughs> well, I, I'm sitting there on press road next to, you know, the great Jamie Pollard <laughs> and me and him are just laughing at the fact that Bucky, the badger is slipping all over the floor on the beer and the guy that's trying to clean up the beer. That's good. I didn't, I didn't know any of this was happening. Well, I, hey, I had no idea. This is why one person is a professional journalist and you are just a, yeah. a, just a guy around here nowadays. There you go. Um, the Big 12 goes 6-0. and Best league in America, man. First round of the NCAA tournament. And uh, that – Otzelberger had a pretty good quote tonight about the Big 12. And, like, he basically credited the league for, for his team's win. Just saying, like everything that they've been through, like it, it made tonight like cutting through that, and because it did feel like, I mean, every time Iowa State would get a lead, then LSU would get it back to like two, yeah, and then you're you're right, like, and and Iowa State always seemed to have an answer. Did you see the tweet from a friend of the podcast, well, old friend of the podcast, Joe Hoyt? I did see that. Yeah, that the six Big Twelve coaches in the tournament have a text chain going. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. How they want to represent the league well. They've certainly done that so far. I mean, anybody who wanted to criticize the Big 12 during the regular season was way overthinking it, is what I would basically say. Yeah. Because I, and even last week, I had a lot of people, well, it is Iowa State just stink or is Texas Tech really that good? Because I was talking about how good I think Texas Tech is. Well, I don't know. Did you turn on Montana State and Texas Tech today? Yeah. Tell me what you think. The team was shooting 90%. Three-quarters of the God, way through the so, first half. They're so good. They're, I mean, I I told you today, I think they're going to win the national championship. They're that good. Like, and if they're going to hit shots, no one is going to beat them. And I, that's what they're. That's what uh, Montana State's head coach said after the game. He's like, if they hit shots like that, there's no one in this tournament that's beating them. I do think that, um, I do think that TCU can beat Arizona. We touched on that earlier mm-hmm. in the week. Eddie Lampkin's going to be an issue for them. Yeah. He's and, playing great ball right now. Dixon's so good. Like, he's going to just make their life miserable. I, listen, Zona's a one seed for a reason. They they could come out on top. I just I don't think that this one's just like a chalk thing for Arizona. All right. Talk, you sh- talk me out of it. <laughs> okay. Texas Tech, TCU, <laughs> Iowa State, and Baylor in the Final Four. <laughs> I, I think that's where I've landed now. All right. Baylor and Texas in the Elite Eight. Iowa State and Kansas in the Elite Eight. Uh, yeah, it's not going to happen. Everybody, everybody but, else don't matter. Uh, I, I just, 
that, that was the one thing that stood out to me when I like as far as like a deep like upset like early on was the TCU Arizona thing. Maybe I'll be wrong, but I mean, is Iowa State over Wisconsin an upset? Well, let's talk about that. that that's kind of where I wanted to go here, and we're going to do all the Wisconsin media stuff tomorrow. So stay stay tuned for that. Um, the Badgers again are three point favorites, which Iowa State is less of an underdog to Wisconsin than it was to LSU. Think about that. I think this is a phenomenal matchup for Iowa State. Yeah, you, and you could talk me through this because, I mean, I'm I'm really kind of indifferent. My whole thing is, like, I just – I I think it's similar where Iowa State will have a hard time scoring, but they have a hard time scoring against everybody, so. Wisconsin isn't overly prolific either. No, they're not. They, they have – Colgate did a pretty dang good job of defending them tonight. Mm-hmm. The uh, – I mean, Johnny Davis is elite. He's as good as, a, as they get. And then the rest of their team's just – okay like they're they're hard-nosed guys like they're and here's and they're gonna have the crowd like that's a that's a big impact on this one but here's where i'll counter oh, well okay so you've got you're one. not countering anything i don't really have much of an opinion at this point okay. i need i need 12 hours to dig into this okay well i would say it also has one of the best wing defenders in the country who is basically until yesterday was the only person who had prevented Keegan Murray from doing whatever the hell he wanted to this entire season. Yeah. I imagine that that will, we know how Isaiah Brockington has been locked in, in these kinds of games. I imagine that we will see a similar version of Isaiah Brockington on Sunday. Um, you'll also have a hyper motivated just locker room in general. The Tyrese Hunter stuff started floating around. Every national reporter in the country, country is going to do a Hunter didn't get offered by, Wisconsin column coming up. I'll, I'll promise you that. Yeah, and instead they offered a kid from Nebraska in Chucky Hepburn, who's also a, is a true freshman. Yeah. <laughs> like two, two, two true freshman quarter, uh, point guards going head-to-head. One of them is from Wisconsin, Did never, never got an opportunity to go and play at Wisconsin. If that's not enough of a motivator, I don't know what it is. Wisconsin's other guards are not overly dynamic to where they would – Worry me. Brad Davidson's probably going to be a freaking weirdo, but, but Brad Davidson's been being a weirdo in college basketball for five years now. So, like, that should just be expected. The only thing we don't know is the front court. Walls is good. You know, like, they've got some guys who are good up there. I would rather f- Iowa State's playing against them than Eddie Lampkin, though. I think that that's where I land at the end of the day. I think George Condit can match up with them. Bob Jones can match up with them better than a guy who is – 6'11 and weighs 275 pounds, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that if you're, we're talking about, you know, 11 seed versus three seed matchups, I don't know that Iowa State could ask for a much better one. I don't think they couldn't. Just You have to just look at the numbers. The fact that the numbers look the way that they do right now with Ken Palm and with Vegas, and that tells you it's essentially a toss-up. It's going to be a great basketball game. I it's think. essentially a toss up. I mean, so would it be an upset? Like, seeding wise, yes. But I also think, too, and, and I'm not like this isn't just shit on the Big Ten, but Iowa State got, what, seventh in the Big 12, and Wisconsin had a tie T- uh, for the and, Big and, Ten. And, like, and the team it, they and split it's a pick with, em, and is the, my point. The team they split with went to the wire with Chattanooga tonight. Yeah. Like, and really was fortunate to win that game. I mean, Illinois really was, yeah. The 
the people joke like talking about the big the Big Twelve last week or even whenever, even during the regular season, man. Like that, it's so ridiculous, dude. I don't know how anybody could turn the TV on and watch Big Twelve basketball this year and not be like, man, this is on a different level. <laughs> yeah, you know, the league no, it has is. never it's, been better than it ha- than it has been this it's, season. It's definitely um, like as far as the depth of it goes, where anybody can beat anybody. I, I would. Way back in the day, like during the McDermott years, when like Blake Griffin and Kevin Durant, and like they had some really high end talent, but it was, but you always had like five teams that just weren't very good. There's four teams sitting at home right now that I think on any given night would beat a lot of teams that were in this tournament. Oklahoma State for sure. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State is a team that would have been in the round of 32. Yeah, absolutely. By the end of the year, but Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I think West Virginia could have given people some problems. I think Kansas State could have given some people some problems. Like, man. Yeah, it's just that's the problem with the league now where it it just used to be, you know, you you had Tech, you had TCU, you had Colorado, Nebraska back in the day. You had these programs that just weren't that good. Yeah, man. And And Baylor used to suck. And we're going to get these (laughs) these poverty programs, Texas and Oklahoma, out of the league and bring in Houston. Oh, another team in the round of 32. Yeah. BYU, a team that was should have probably been in the tournament. Cincinnati. Cincinnati, a team that is usually in the tournament. And UCF, a team that's been in the tournament a handful of times here in recent years. Yeah. The Big 12s, it won't be long. The Big 12 is going to be putting 10 teams in the NCAA well, tournament. Well, it's going to get better. With 12 schools. Yeah, it's 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 going to get better. That's for sure. Well, we'll do we'll do more on the matchup and stuff tomorrow, guys. Jared likes the matchup, so that's great. Uh, we are putting together. I don't have the timing on this down yet, but we'll do a live stream on Sunday at some point before the game. So a five ten tip. Maybe look for that around two in the afternoon, something like that. We'll we'll get that piece together and uh, get back to all you guys on that. Uh, with that, uh, you got anything else? Nope. We'll um, maybe podcast tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, Keep checking the feed. We appreciate it. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Thanks to all of you guys for listening. Please rate, respond, review, do all that you do. And we'll talk to you later.